Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. All right, goal to go at the four-yard line for the Chiefs, trailing 24-20. to They give it off to Pacheco, slamming on the left side, angling into the end zone, touchdown! Kansas City, pop, goggles the sweet neck through the end zone, and the Chiefs are back in front, 26-24. to Gargles the sweet nectar of the end zone. <laughs> wow! <laughs> what now? <laughs> So the Chiefs won, and the best part of that was Travis Kelsey's shirtless big fat brother up in the stands screaming and yelling with his shirt off, hanging out with Taylor Swift. What a weird scene. And the fact that he was chugging Bush Light makes it so awesome. Bush Light. Wow. Not exactly champagne with the Queen of Pop there. Oh, he was out in the uh, parking lot before the game, shirtless with the Bills fans drinking Bush Light. So he was just, he was keeping it real, which I think is what he really is. Well, and if you don't know Jason Kelsey, he is a superstar football player for the Philadelphia Eagles, just retired, uh, and, and a funny, down-to-earth guy. And he was letting his inner uh, football fan out. Hilarious. He had no Fs to give, as some people no. say. Indeed, he was fresh out. <laughs> Different football game on Saturday. Packers and Niners I took my kids to, and I have many stories uh, from that football game. I do have to decide, and this will the time will tell whether this was a good decision or not. I spent way too much money to get really great seats. I mean, we had great seats, like ridiculously mm-hmm. great seats. And it was either like a cool thing, memory for a lifetime, or I spoiled my kids and have ruined ever going to sporting events for them for the rest of their lives. I don't know which. 
But uh, mm. I don't know. Well, we had a good time. But anyway, so Henry's um, main goal uh, the entire the entire game was to get on the jumbotron and maybe get on television. He doesn't know if he got on television or not because we didn't. Because you know, sometimes they show that during the broadcast, the jumbotron stuff. So mm-hmm. um, he was really wanting to get on television. Certainly get on the jumbotron of the game, and he was he was committed to being shirtless and painting his chest red at the game, and he got talked out of that. And he didn't do that. But he hadn't gotten on the Jumbotron with his dancing. And so it got to be the fourth quarter. So he took off his poncho and he took off his jackets and everything like that. And he was just sitting there in his t-shirt. And I said, are you hot? He said, no, I'm going to strip off my shirt as soon as the camera comes back around. Wow. Wow. He didn't have to do that, though. But he was dancing around to the music and he got on the Jumbotron for a while. And he was thrilled, absolutely thrilled that he got featured for a little while. Mm. It was a highlight the of his life. The lust for fame in the modern youth. We'll analyze. Boy, that's interesting. Uh, being down so close, a l- there were some hardcore football fans down there, but there were also a lot of people, because it was expensive to sit down there. There were a lots of, also a lot of people that spent the whole game getting the perfect selfie with their face in the background of the game and posting and all that sort of stuff. That is oh so much a part of modern life. Particularly well, women, like, attractive young women. It's all oh yeah. about getting the, the perfect shot to post somewhere, I guess. Look how pretty I am. Look where I am. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's roughly, what, 80% of the Super Bowl crowd? Yeah, uh, I guess. By reputation? Yeah. yeah. It's, never, it's I, all folks who are seeing and being seen and want to say they were there and going to the parties and the rest of it. And then they squeeze in a few fans of each of the two teams. And my uh, my 12-year-old's not there yet. I don't think he noticed. But my 14-year-old had to be noticing that we had NFL cheerleaders right in front of us. I mean, right in front of us. I could have said, hey, what are you doing later? At any point, and they would have heard me fine. I mean, they were that close to us. And, the, you're and 14, pepper sprayed you. <laughs> you're 14 years old, and you've got NFL cheerleaders dancing in your face for four hours. That had to be something. Yeah, well, uh, it helps pass the time, no yeah. doubt. He pretended he didn't notice, but he said, huh? How about this, huh? Huh? What? <laughs> what do you mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you kidding? Who are you kidding? Which one? Which one what, Dad? Please. <laughs> In yeah. order, please. Top to bottom. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> uh, boy, I'm not the one who took him to the, the, the Carnival of Flesh. Don't uh, turn on me. Here's a question for you, a sociological question. Had I been to an NFL game since I quit drinking? I don't know if I have. That was 17 years ago. I don't know if I had. So I probably wouldn't have noticed back when I was drinking, but the percentage of people who get can't stand up straight drunk is a lot higher than you would think it is. Depends what you'd think it is. Um, well, I just wouldn't think that many adults would want to get so inebriated that you can't walk straight or stand without weaving. And well, it's and you'd have virtually few. no memory of the, the game either, you would think, depending. There's a lot. Yeah. And even in my section, I thought, you paid an awful lot of money to get this hammered. <laughs> but, you know, maybe if, I'm not, you know, I'm not a prude about this sort of thing. I was just surprised how many people were like barely able to walk out of the place. Wow. Wow. Huh. Yeah, it seems like an odd decision to make to me, but, you know, whatever. And it's not like I'm carry nation over here. Please. I would have guessed it'd be well over one out of ten that were. Like, not capable of walking straight. 
It seems like a lot, doesn't it? Of the entire crowd? Yeah. Really? Really? Wow. That's, just uh, that's a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every game I've gone to, there are quite a few, but I've never tried to put a percentage on it. Mm-hmm. Seems very high, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, it was just the section I was in. If you're if you're one of those people, what's the dealio? Just fun. All day party. Sometimes you stay on top of the wave. Sometimes you crash uh, over the front of it. That's, it's the, a, that's the thing. Yeah. I was telling the kids. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna party, you get there. You've been there for hours before the game even starts, and then you got four hours of that. Yeah, well, hey, come on. It's not like I had a nurse with me. I got a little overserved. I was trying to maintain. And, uh, what are you going to do? Yes, Michael. Oh. Oh, no, I was going to say, uh, you were talking about uh, whether or not you should have spent the money on the tickets. Uh-huh. I just know my dad did that for me once, and it's a memory of a lifetime. Oh, cool. Absolutely. Okay, well, I'm glad to hear that. I actually texted some of my friends of mine, like, have you ever regretted, like, doing this sort of thing for your kid where it just, like, spoils them or sets unrealistic expectations or something like that? I'm glad to hear that, Michael. Well, Richie Rich and Mike Moneybags, I sat in the cheap seats, and those were warm, cherished memories as well. And when I finally did get to the expensive seats, I appreciated it and felt like it was worth all the time and effort. So there yeah, you go. That was actually the example I used. I went to a game at Royal Stadium when I was in eighth grade to see the Yankees, like the Reggie Jackson, all the super famous players. Like I was in like the top row. They were the I couldn't have told which player was which player, but I was thrilled to be there. Even though they were ants down there. I just was, couldn't believe I was in the same building as these people. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I only lived my reality. I don't know what the other reality would have been like. Might have been better. I don't know. Well, I do know that now that you know this, once you've had really good seats, it's tough. I haven't, I haven't gone back up to the nosebleeds. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, well, so, I hate to sound like knows? that guy, but... Getting uh, back to the crumbling of civilization in a moment or two, and speaking of that, with everything going on in the country, uh, we the unprotected, do you find yourself thinking about self-defense, home protection, and financial protection more than ever? Well, a lot of us are, and one form of financial protection is diversification. Yep, gold. Gold has often been used to protect assets against inflation. Gold is a global reserve asset, and countries are buying massive amounts of gold Gold as a hedge against financial collapse. And here's my favorite line. It's... You need to, <laughs> I love this line, stop thinking things are going to get better. That's just my new motto in life. So go out and get gold. Yeah, what would lead you to believe that? Anyway, you yeah, need no to look kidding. out for yourself and your family. Your friends at Oxford Gold Group will help you understand why you need gold in your 401k, because you can absolutely do that. Why you should have gold on hand, again, as a hedge, as a uh, protection against inflation. Visit OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free and order the investment guide. Or if you'd like to make a purchase of precious metals, you can earn up to 2500 bucks in free gold. Wow. OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free. One more time. Oxford Gold Group. Dot com slash free. I did think uh, whatever it is, 80,000 people, you know, at games with all sports all across the country all the time. There is some try. Obviously, not this is not new news, but there's a, this tribal thing going on that you know touches something deep within us that goes back to when we were actual tribes, or your village against that village, or whatever. That really brings people together and brings out an emotion that is just like untapped in any other way, really. Returning to this theme of the show thus far, yes, it gives you a feeling of protection, I think, in a confusing and dangerous world. These are my people. We are together. It's as simple as that. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Even if you don't recognize it, that's why it feels so good. I'm with a whole bunch of people being successful and, and, and winning. That is good. We are going to survive. My offspring are going to survive. Yes. 
That is and the it's feeling. Ab- absolutely a primal play acting of my Warriors are going up against their Warriors. Look, our Warriors won. Now I'm really safe, and I probably get his horse and his wife. So, <laughs> super. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Well, something has to explain it, because it, it doesn't make sense otherwise, as you always point out, rooting for laundry. you got all these players that come and go. They're not from your town. They'll leave next year if they get more money. Blah, blah, if blah. If they blah, met blah. you, they would ignore you. <laughs> yeah, and the reason you like this team is you happen to live near it. If you lived in the, the, near the other team, you would like that one. You know, that whole thing. Right, right. And yet, it's fun. We need it. We crave it, obviously. Oh, yeah, there's no getting away from the fa- the feeling I had in that fourth quarter as they were dri- the 49ers were driving down the field for the winning drive. The feeling, it just you can't get away from the fact that physiologically you feel euphoric when that is happening. Well, I suggest you abandon your pathetic foe combat and learn some real combat skills because civilization is crumbling. Examples coming up in a moment or two. Psst, it takes a long time to build one. You're not going to like it if you let it go away. And we're at war with Iran, whether we want to recognize it or not, whether the Biden administration wants to recognize it or not. we got to talk about that, too. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Are some of the folks in the Pentagon starting to get fed up with the fact that Joe Biden won't be more aggressive against somebody that clearly is at war with us, Iran? Uh, that's coming up. 
I would love to hear that. Good and glad to hear we're doing that uh, because it is troubling, angering, and mystifying. Anyway, also need to get to, I'm not sure we have time to squeeze it in here, but uh, we warned you, we warned you. What was it, a year or two years ago when people were switching jobs uh, like maniacs uh, from quiet quitting to the great resignation and there were two openings for every worker and you could swagger in, poke your future boss in the chest, say, I want eight weeks of vacation, I'm going to work from home three days a week and double my salary, you weasel! And they would still hire you. The big quit! Yeah, exactly. Well, that has flipped on its head. No way. And we we said to young workers, please don't get used to this. Trust us when we say this will not last. And sure enough, it has flipped on its head rather quickly, and it's now like two workers for every job. It's the inverse. And uh, and a lot of people are having to take what they can get. So more on that to come. Uh, that's particularly among white-collar workers. Hourly workers and, and, and blue-collar workers, no, you're still in a great, great position. So enjoy yourselves. Uh, but I wanted to get to this, uh, partly because so many people have, have sent along the link or said, hey, do you guys hear about this? An In-N-Out Burger, the beloved West Coast burger chain, is closing its Oakland location after 18 years, citing issues of ongoing crime. No tap dancing. There's too much damned crime. We can't operate our burger joint. Worth mentioning probably to some of you non-West Coasters or folks not familiar with In-N-Out, if you have an In-N-Out location, you have a license to print money. Yeah. There is a line there all day long. Like 24 hours a day Some if it's open at night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's amazing how popular they are. Um, and the good folks at In-N-Out put out a lovely statement about uh, we thank the local community. Uh, we recognize it negatively impacts our associates and their families. Uh, additionally, this location remains a busy and profitable one for the company, but our top priority must be the safety and well-being of our customers and associates. We cannot ask them to visit or work in an unsafe environment. So you can't have uh, shutting it down. You can't have uh, your burger chain that you've had there for twenty years, and you can't have a Walgreens, and you can't have a Starbucks, and uh, everything at the store that is open is all locked up. But I wouldn't worry about it. I, w- I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, I don't think that's a sign of a greater menace that once it gets past a certain point, you can't possibly control. Uh, clearly, our, our our purpose is is the opposite of what we just stated. It's 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 a hell of an experiment that's being conducted in the blue cities of America, giving away civilization uh, at the altar of this fringy theory that the only reason people commit crimes is desperation caused by institutional racism. And there is so much evidence to the contrary of that that I want to get into in hour three. Um, the idea that that the, uh, the oppression of the white supremacist class has just gotten worse and worse and people don't have a chance. It's the opposite that's oppressing people and not giving them the chance. It's the massive... Uh, the plantation of the uh, the welfare state. Anyway, um, but on the theme of giving away your civilization, how hard it is to get it back, the Daily Mail, for what it's worth, just published a story, is this the most dangerous square mile in America? And this is also in Oakland, California, which is as progressive as can be. They have 
I absolutely bought into the notion that uh, the only reason for crime is victimization and that we need to turn all of the criminals loose because they're the real victims. Got to have no cash bail, shouldn't arrest people. Uh, people are just stealing because they need, et cetera, et cetera. They have bought thoroughly into that. Here's the situation. On this, well, yesterday was the 100th anniversary of the death of Lenin, V.I. Lenin. Who believed that crap and spread it around the world? Well, and would slaughter the thousands or millions to prove it if they didn't believe him. Right. Yeah, more on that to come as well. We are effed, said an exasperated police officer as he patrolled Chevron Station in Oakland, California, during the morning rush. The spot is one of three gas stations that surround Oakland Airport. I probably gassed up in it, and which have become notorious for vehicle thefts. Within a single square mile, cops claim criminals strike a dozen times or more every day, uh, a dozen times per day every day, mainly targeting victims headed to and from the airport. But the officers picked up an overtime shift to keep watch and act as a deterrent wasn't just referring to the theft epidemic when he made the strikingly blunt assessment. He was referring in his words to the, quote, restrictive policies passed by city and state lawmakers, which mean police officers can't even pursue the thieves because smash and grab theft is a nonviolent crime. We can't do a car chase on nonviolent crime. I can't go behind the cars and try to turn on my lights. And and why would they stop anyway? He wanted to. Ask. He he asked. How maddening is that? You're headed to the airport from wherever you are. You pull over to get gas. You get everything stolen out of your car, and nobody's going to do anything about it. Wow. One of the many sins I've accused progressives of, um, quite correctly in my opinion, obviously, is that they fail to ever consider what happens next. What's the next? How will human beings react to this? You've radically changed the set of incentives and disincentives. What sort of behavior will result from that? We'll, they never seem to ask that. We'll stop being a systemically racist country and crime will go away. That's a good point. Silly me. Uh, so as the cop points out, suspects are well aware of these policies. They're good at their jobs. And and often they're pretty smart people. And it means if they flee at speed, police often won't even follow. The cop is simply there to try and prevent crimes taking place by, like, jumping in between the criminal and his, uh, his loot. And they have a bunch of examples of businesses that are closing because they're hit daily. Police uh, say the criminals who operate in well-organized groups follow the same playbook. Spotter keeps watch uh, for rentals, etc. They pull up, they rob, they go. The cops can't chase them. And civilization is crumbling in Oakland. Good policies. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER 
Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. U.S. Central Command saying that militants backed by Iran fired multiple ballistic missiles and rockets at a joint U.S.-Iraqi base and that some were intercepted by the base's air defense systems, but that others made it through and that now multiple U.S. military personnel are being evaluated for possible traumatic brain injuries. There have been 140 attacks like this against U.S. troops in the last three months. I feel like whoever came up with traumatic brain injuries often called TBI, was looking for a euphemism they could use to make it sound not as bad as if you just said a whole bunch of our guys were seriously injured. I, For some reason, I think traumatic brain injuries, weirdly, doesn't seem the same as a bunch of our guys were severely injured. Yeah, I don't know if it's whoever came up with the term who's at fault, but there's no denying that People think there are serious injuries, and oh, the, uh, some of the guys got that TBI thing. No, trust me, if I had the cho- choice between like my arm and my brain being seriously injured, I got to go with my arm. Uh, I don't know why that is, but it is. It seems pretty clear to me, and I'm about to read a couple of smart things, and then uh, what Mike Lyons, our friend, suggests happen, and we should probably have him on to talk about it. But so it's now. <clears throat> According to the Wall Street Journal, it's 140 times we've been attacked in a variety of ways. Um, it seems pretty clear to me that the Biden administration is going to wait until the day we get the news headline that, you know, 40 U.S. servicemen were killed or whatever before they do anything. Anyway, more on that in just a second. So Joe Biden was asked last week, we didn't play the clip, but uh, he was asked, is the deterrence working? He said, no, but the strikes will continue. So he realizes the deterrence isn't working. <sighs> Clearly not. The Wall Street Journal editorial board out today with traumatic brain injuries is the title of their piece. The attempt to restore deterrence has not worked, Mr. President. That may be because the instigator of all this is Iran. None of these militias would stage these attacks without knowing they have the support of Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. If Iran thinks the United States won't put Tehran's military or commercial assets at risk, it has no incentive to stop the militias from attacking American targets. The U.S. commander-in-chief is supposed to protect U.S. troops. 
from having to risk traumatic brain injuries from enemy assault. Where is President Biden? That's the editorial board of the Wall Street Journal out today. That's a pretty strong thing from one of the more, more important newspapers in the world. You're supposed to protect our troops. Where are you? The New York Times had an article over the weekend with Peter Baker, one of their big reporters. As U.S. and militias engage, White House worries about a tipping point. Worries about a tipping point into escalation. As I heard somebody say over the weekend, and I thought this was really good, you know the only way you have deterrence, and this is what we had for many, many years under a number of presidents, is when they're worried about escalating. They're worried about us escalating. That's their concern. Because if the U.S. escalates, they can go further than anybody ever has in the history of the world. We don't want the United States to escalate. But right now, all you hear constantly, whether it was Russia and Ukraine or now all this in the Middle East, is, and we say it out loud, which is embarrassing. It's not even behind the scenes. We say it out loud. Well, we're worried about escalation. Right. We're not going to respond with overwhelming strength and fury because we're afraid of what might happen. You know, it's it's another great example of how ideology trumps common sense and like the entire history of, of, of warfare and human interaction. People will refrain from an attack or, or a similar act because if they were to do it, the cost would be too terrible. That is the only calculation that's ever been made, really, worth mentioning. We can't do that. That would be way too costly. And we've taken that off the table, which is inexplicable. Yeah, and we somehow, as the toughest guy in the room, have, just, have managed to turn the, t- turn the entire story around to where we're worried about them escalating. They're not worried about us escalating because we've stated over and over again that we don't want an escalation. So you can keep poking me in the nose or spitting on me or tripping me or taking my lunch money or whatever analogy you want to use. And I'm not going to go and I'm going to do anything because I'm worried about escalation. You're not worried about escalation because I've made it clear I'm not escalating. This has got to be a, a leeching infection of the woke disease where we are ashamed of our power. Because remember, the powerful are evil and can do nothing right. And the less powerful are good and can do nothing wrong. And do we have people at our, our highest echelons of power who are afraid to exercise their power because... They're, they're ashamed of it. So I don't know if you follow OSINT Defender on Twitter or any other social media. That's your open source intel. In other words, the intel's out there to find, but they gather it. And a lot of my favorite follows follow this. It's a great follow. It really yeah. is good. Anyway, they tweeted this out over the weekend. Leadership within the United States Central Command, as well as other defense officials, have reportedly been urging the White House to allow them to go gloves off in order to halt any further threat by the Houthi terrorist group in western Yemen to commercial shipping in the Red Sea and the Gulf. We have let this little group, the Houthis, uh, backed by Iran, interrupt slash stop shipping in one of the most important shipping lanes in the entire world because we're worried about escalation. So, according to this, people in the Pentagon are urging the White House to let them take the gloves off. So, Mike Lyons, our friend we regularly have on, military expert, Explained what gloves off means in a tweet follow-up. He said this on CNN over the weekend. Gloves off would be a sustained air campaign for 30 days, with the metric of success being restored normal commerce in the Red Sea. We stop when they stop firing at the ships. That sounds right. You keep pounding the bejesus out of them until they don't do it anymore or can't do it anymore. 
if it takes a month of shelling them every single day. Right, right. And clearly, and I probably don't even need to say this for most of you good people, the flip side to what I was describing before where an act is left unacted because the cost would be too terrible, the other side of that coin is there is no deterrence except escalation or the cost outweighing the the benefit. And so if you fail to, quote-unquote, escalate or respond disproportionately, whatever that means, you are not only inviting further violence, you're guaranteeing it. If you've identified someone who, like the Houthis or the Iranians more specifically, who will benefit from hurting you and pushing you back, they will hurt and they will push and they will hurt and they will push until you respond. It's guaranteed. It's it's difficult sometimes to contemplate or to appreciate that our leadership can be that bad. But I think it is. What do they think? What What is their theory? The best I can, you know, cook Don't. up for you, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Don't. Yeah, wow. You think Thanks that's good? At some point, they're going to say, they said don't, so we better not. What? They said don't, and we did, and nothing happened, so let's keep going. Of course. I mean, again, we don't need to explain this to you people, but apparently we need to spend uh, explain it to the Biden administration. But in answer to your question, the only thing I can cook up is uh, what I've talked about before, this... this Near religious belief in the power of sitting down at the diplomatic table in Oslo or London or Cairo or Davos. Da- Davos, yeah, that we can we can settle anything with our brilliant negotiators at the table. We will charm them, cajole them, and bribe them into compliance. No matter how long it goes on and on and on, never works. Uh, and secondly, I, can the Biden administration still be clinging to this idea of some comprehensive deal with Iran that brings them into the the family of nations and gets them God to disarm? Lord, as the Wall Street Journal said, they won't quit until they see. They feel enough pain either in losing people or material. That's when they'll quit. And so far, they're not feeling any pain because we haven't gone after them at all directly because that would be an escalation. Kind of a side note, but uh, completely relevant. Tom Friedman had a column the other day because he went to Davos and sat down with our Secretary of State and interviewed him for a long time and wrote a very long column about that. And it was all about the idea that none of this will be solved until there is a two-state solution Israel and Palestine. So it was a long conversation about the two-state solution, which I saw a good response to on Twitter over the weekend. I forget whoever it was. They had um, Bibi Netanyahu is getting blasted by a lot of people around the world because he said that's off the table, a two-state solution. You know who's not getting blasted for it? The leader of Hamas, who said, I want one state. I want from the river to the sea to be Palestine with no Israel. He take it off the table. Nobody has a word to say about it. Bibi Netanyahu right. takes it off the table. What an awful person. He's got to go. But this this 7,000 word story about the Middle East and two-state solution and how do we restore peace only had the word, somebody did a, a one of those things where you count the words, only had the word Iran in it seven times. And four of those we're only being used to criticize Trump because he got out of the Iranian nuclear deal. So they wow. didn't put any emphasis on Iran being the problem with this when Iran is the entire problem. 
I think that's a great example of the delusion of the intellectual class, like I'm talking about. They can negotiate with Bibi. And so they pretend that the only thing that's holding us back is negotiating with Bibi. They know they can't negotiate with Hamas, so they pretend like that's a non-factor. That's weird. I know it's weird. It's it's disturbing. I think, you know, to summarize it, I think the Biden administration, some of their intellectual giants there and their diplomatic corps, they think Iran can be brought again to the uh, the dinner table of the family of nations through incentives. Whereas the other side of it is the only way they do that is through exacting costs. Maybe uh, some of both, but the costs are going to have to be enormous. We've tried the incentive thing a lot and it doesn't work. Uh, if you've been following this at all, what, what a lot of shipping companies are doing, going clear around the entire country of Africa to get their stuff around and adding a tremendous cost to uh, products, that's going to start to be felt around the world. Jack knows it's a continent, not a country. Don't even <laughs> simply misspoke. <laughs> continent of Africa. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, but it's impossible to picture this crowd, the Biden Blinken crowd. With what Mike Lyons suggested, a 30-day bombing campaign that just makes them submit. It's impossible to imagine Biden and, and Blinken doing that. That's not in their DNA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I hate to be this guy because it's not like I'm an MMA fighter or anything. <laughs> but everybody involved has the look of the Harvard and Yale-educated pale, slightly effeminate intellectual about them. Uh, absolutely. This story could change fast. Remember how Joe Biden's approval rating just tanked when all those soldiers died in Afghanistan and he never yep. recovered? That's about to happen again. Could be today, could be next week. But Iran isn't going to stop and they're going to kill a bunch of our guys. It's inevitable. It's only luck that they haven't already. Well, and if it is inevitable, and I agree with you completely, to not intercede in advance and prevent those deaths is akin to murder. Yeah, but his approval it's, rating... It's could, negligent homicide uh, of the Americans, the young Americans who are going to die. It absolutely is, and I think that will, it will be seen as such by enough people. His, his approval rating is going to go into the teens after that happens, and appropriately. Well, yeah, but those uh, the young people will still be yep. dead. Yep. I would sure like to prevent that. Yep. That's a tough story. Um, if you have any comment on that, if we're too hawkish for you, or not hawkish enough, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. After its failed merger with JetBlue, Spirit Airlines is facing financial problems and has over a billion dollars in debt. So the next time you book a flight on Spirit, keep in mind that the pilot hasn't been paid since last June. (laughs) Uh, Here's the best joke from Saturday Night Live. Play four. It's very short. Four, Michael. A new study suggests that men are better than women at using a map, while women are better at sitting silently for the rest of the car ride after you tell them that. (laughs) Man, the silent car ride when things have gone south. Oh, oh, that's a rough one. And then the... The effort to warm the air. Yes. When to make it. How to make it. I'm a fan of the utterly irrelevant, wow, that car is yellow. Why do you get such a bright yellow car? Just anything but the topic must not touch on topic. Well, who's the first one to say out loud? Or we're, we're, Me. Who's the first one to say out loud, we're in a fight right now, correct? <laughs> You need to be told. <laughs> well, I was just acknowledging the situation. Wow, wow. So you want some sort of formal declaration of hostilities. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Declare war. Yeah, this is an undeclared. This is a police action, honey. We're not at war. Okay. Wow. Well, wow. I've always been just trying to get us to the bargaining table, but sometimes you have to uh, let things cool down before you can get to the bargaining table. Oh, 100%. You've got to have a cessation of the uh, the hostilities. There's got to be a truce before the bargaining begins, and that's hence the yellow car. <laughs> Something we can agree upon. Yeah, yes, that's a I, l- crazy color. I've had that work. I've also had that go really, really wrong. Well then, but it's it's a it's a diplomatic uh, opening gambit. Sure, exactly. Which don't they don't always work? Yes, Katie. Why do no, we not have no, a woman don't. weighing in here? Yes, Katie. No, I'll tell you what works at least with my husband. He'll oh he doesn't talk the whole oh look at the yellow car that would set me off. 
Like, oh yeah, look at the yellow card, Joe. That would, <laughs> you know. How but, about a, how well, about a hand on the knee and a gentle that, squeeze? Does that? That's help? it. That's it. That's the ticket right there. Drew will take his hand oh. and he will put it just over on my knee. Like, am, are we? Are you going to bite or are we okay? And that's when I'll be like, okay, we're or, we're, or good. we're still a thing, right? Yes, yeah, we're still we're, a we're reminding right. you that I love you in spite of the current tension. Yes, as bingo. Long, yeah. As long as you don't pull back a bloody nub, it works out okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, again, uh, please customize your response to the uh, person at the other side of the bargaining table. If your spouse would respond to the hand on the knee, great. Uh, go with the yellow car. <laughs> well, and it depends on what the 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 the, uh, the the transgression was. I mean, you know, because they vary sure. in, in, in in severity. So, oh, oh, right, right. Have you said something you know you shouldn't have? Well, then you know, different uh, different uh, deck of cards needs to come out. Oh, here's here's good uh, good one. Did a did a pregnant woman uh, just walk up to you and uh, declare you the the father? <laughs> See, that's a different situation. Now that's a for instance. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say uh, uh, the old. Depending on the season, are you cool enough? You warm enough? That'd be a good one too. That, it's an expression that is, of caring. I have absolutely done that one. That is a, that yeah. is it. A I want you yeah. to be comfortable while you hate me. Yeah. Right. Let's be comfortable while hating each other. Um, how much time do we have, Michael? Uh, we don't have enough time for this. Um, I want to share with you the Young Communist League's uh, a tweet celebrating the birthday of Vladimir Lenin, the founder of the first socialist nation. And a response to it I came across, which is absolutely brilliant. Cool. Um, and and take it from your old Uncle Joe. The idea that uh, socialism and collectivism will lead to communism is not paranoia. That's not a conspiracy theory. It's practically just mathematics. That's come next hour. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.